to another episode of All or Nothing Podcast. I'm your host, Lily. Today it is going to be extremely, extremely hyped episode because this episode, this is the first episode I'm not going to be recording alone. Today I'm going to be joined by Brian Helfrich. She is a podcaster, influencer, and a CEO of Helfrich Collective. We're going to talk about her brand and everything that comes to mind, pretty much. Because, you know, since it's my first ever recording, I'm kind of all over the place. I was really anxious when we were recording this, just because of social anxiety. That is also why I'm speaking so fast. But um, I'm not going to do our weekly segments, because I did them in the Monday episode. And every time an episode, a special episode comes on a Friday, I'm not going to be doing my weekly segments because they will always come on Monday. But yeah, I know you're going to enjoy this episode, so if you do, and I know you will, uh, don't forget to rate this podcast. I'm so happy that Brian joined me in this podcast episode and hopefully you're going to have more guests in the future. So, I have three questions for like the start. Okay. So, who are you? Where are you from? And can you tell us some of your favorites? Yeah. So, hi, my name is Brianne Helfrich. I am 25 years old. I'm from originally from Canada, but right now I'm going to school in Pittsburgh. I'm doing my PhD in bioethics, and then also applying to med school. Yeah, I own a clothing brand called Helfrich Collective, and then I have my own podcast, Welcome to the Collective, and my current faves. Um, I love sunscreen right now. I'm in a really big sunscreen kit because it's summer, and I just traveled, so I'm really trying to make sure I wear a lot of sunscreen. And then another one of my faves is my Hydro Flask. I bring it with me everywhere. It's my emotional support water bottle. I literally have it with me all the time. It's literally right beside me right now. I really am into baggy jeans right now. I think they're such a staple. They're so cool. And yeah, those are probably my top, top faves at the moment. Okay, so you have your own clothing brand and that is kind of what I want to talk about the most. Mm -hmm because it is something really interesting to me. And I know you've talked about this. You have like a whole episode on why you started the Healthridge Collective, but mm -hmm. could you tell us just a little bit of why you started it? Oh my God, of course. Um, so it started in the pandemic, basically because I got sent home from school. I was kind of going through my own mental health struggles. I, the whole reason I went to school. I went to my undergrad away from my hometown. I moved countries and I didn't like being in my hometown. And then because of the pandemic, I was forced to go back and it was just like a whole bunch of stuff. I was dating a boy. We broke up. I was going through all this, all the relationship stuff that you could possibly go through. I got rejected from med schools. I just was not really feeling my best. And I'm a pretty self-aware person. And I knew that I was kind of going down a bad, bad spiral and like a bad path. So I was like, what can I do to kind of like 
build myself up right now. And for some reason I was like, let's just start a clothing brand. I don't know how, I don't know anything about business. I know nothing about fashion, but like, let's just try it. And then a year later, here we are and it's just kind of grown and I don't really know how and I don't really know why. Can you talk us through like the starting process, like researching companies and Mm -hmm. the materials and stuff? Because I know you said in one of your episodes that you love to do everything yourself Yeah, and you're like really into the stuff. So just give us a little bit of Yeah. So I'm a little bit of a type A person. So I like to do everything myself because I need to make sure that it's done exactly the way that I want, like want it done, Um, which is a good trait and a bad trait. But definitely starting, I had to do a lot of research. I had to Google a lot of stuff. I looked at a lot of the clothes that I already had and what do I like? What do I not? I looked at the fabric that they were because I knew nothing about fabrics or weights of anything. And a lot of it was honestly just trial and error. I would get a lot of samples and I'd be like, these are really nice. This isn't really nice. And I kind of had to figure out what formula for my hoodies and for my sweats and for all my clothes really worked for me. And a lot of it was honestly just like Googling, researching, asking people what they liked, what they didn't. And then just kind of putting it into practice and seeing what actually worked in real life and what didn't. A big part of Halford Collective is donating to different charities. You've Mm -hmm. done two really big uh, donations. I saw it Mm -hmm. on your Instagram. Uh, So what charities do you want to donate to? So for each collection, we donate to different charities. So depending on like what item someone buys, that'll depend what charity that money gets donated to. Um, It kind of depends based on what I'm going through in my life, what the world's kind of going through. Like you said, we just donated to like Planned Parenthood and the victims at the Texas shooting because America is a hot mess right now and they need to get their ish together. But we kind of look for charities that really resonate. So we've had a lot that have to do with the medical field because I'm going into the medical field and we have a lot to do with mental health because that's the whole reason this brand started. But we really just kind of look for different charities that resonate with us or resonate with people who are buying. I take a lot of um, suggestions and inspiration from the people who are actually wearing the clothes. And I'm like, where do you want your money to go? So yeah, we kind of donate all over, which I think is really fun. We don't just focus on one area. We kind of branch out to a whole bunch of different categories and different organizations uh that is so cool I would love to start a clothing brand myself so I'm kind of like getting this as a little bit of research for myself on if I actually want to do it Mm -hmm. because I also live in like quite a small town and uh every time I try to do something it's like a lot of negativity around it Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of thinking if like do I want to do it that much that I can get by the negativity to actually do Mm -hmm. it it's definitely hard you definitely have to 
like you said, you have to really want it because a lot of people are going to make comments, but also a lot of people are going to make comments about anything you do in life. And if you always let those stop you, then you're never going to be able to break out of that box and kind of expand and grow. And then once you do break out of it, you kind of look back and you're like, I don't really care about what these people are saying. Cause I'm kind of doing well. And I'm like found my groove and I'm like my own person. And it really helps you to kind of build confidence. But at the beginning, it's definitely very hard. And there's definitely even still now, like times people will say something and it really hits me. And I have to kind of remind myself, like, I am that girl, like I can do this. I'm like, I should be so confident in myself, but it's definitely hard. It's definitely a hard thing. The same goes for everything, though, like social media, even if you want to not go into the nine nine to five, the basic mm-hmm. routine. I've actually uh, got some like nasty comments from my ex-boyfriend because of the podcast. Yeah. And I literally turned it into ho- a whole episode about toxic relationships. I was uh-huh. like, if you want to talk, let's talk. Oh my God. <laughs> Good. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> And it's just, yeah, it's hard. I'm trying not to think about it, but. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So how does a day dedicated to your business look like? So with my business, it's kind of, I don't really have days that are fully dedicated to it, I guess, because like I said, I am a student. I do have other things kind of going on and with HC, it's not a structured business. It's not something that I go into an office at 9am and I leave at five. It's something that when I'm sitting at school and I have a break, I'm on my phone sending an email or I'm on a phone call on the car drive, like on my ride to the hospital to go work. So it's kind of something that I don't really balance it very well. I'm trying to balance it better, but I will kind of be up till 2.30 in the morning sending emails for HC or I'll sit at my desk and I'll look at sample swatches for four hours. And it's kind of something that just kind of I put into my daily life because it's something I'm passionate about, but I don't really have a structured day that I just kind of dedicate my entire day to it. It's just something that I just do every single day randomly to make sure that everything gets done. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of like social media influencers and stuff have like these photo days where they mm-hmm. literally do all of their content for the next mm-hmm. week and then they just post it. Yeah. So you're more like just put it into the day and do it when the time is. Yeah. When it comes to kind of like launch days and stuff, when we're like coming out with stuff, then of course we have a day where we do a whole photo shoot and we shoot everything and we have all the content. But most of the time when it comes to actually designing everything, it's like a slow process. It's like, we don't just sit down and we're like, okay, let's sit and let's design everything. It's a lot of back and forth between my team. It's a lot of okay, let's wait on this and we'll look at it tomorrow morning because I think right now we just hate everything that we're looking at. So we need to regroup tomorrow. So it's definitely just more of like a, it's a lot of work and it's very strenuous, but I don't fully dedicate a full day to necessarily everything HC. Okay, and 
how big actually is your team? Because I know you had a, a girl that helps you with designing the clothes on mm -hmm. your podcast. Yeah. And I think at that time, it was just the two of you and your boyfriend was helping you with the shipping and stuff. Yeah. So how big is your team right now? Yeah. So it's still pretty small. It's my graphic designer who has become my best friend, which is so nice. It's like the best thing to be able to work with your best friend, but it's her. We have a few interns and then my parents help out a ton with shipping and my boyfriend helps out a ton with shipping, but for right now, it's still pretty small. We're still a pretty small group, but I kind of like it that way because I'm a very ride or die type of person. So I want to make sure that everyone that's involved in my company is fully involved and like really loves the brand and loves what we do. I want to talk about promoting, but how does the whole process work? Like, can people pitch to you or do you pitch the brand to like influencers and stuff? um kind of both so we've had a lot of people that have messaged um who want to work with the brand and I always I'm a very big like stickler for like I would rather have someone work with our brand who has less followers and not as big of an audience, but is like genuinely a good person and really loves the company than someone who has a whole bunch of followers, but like they don't fully align with what we're trying to do. So there's been times where we've had people pitch and they have not as big of an audience, but they're just so freaking sweet that I'm like, of course I'll send you a hoodie. Like, of course. And then they turn out to be so influential and so helpful for the brand. But there's also times where there's influencers that I follow or content creators that I follow that I love. So I will message them and be like, Hey, I would love to send you some items from my clothing brand. This is kind of what we do, all this stuff. And you have to just shoot your shot. A lot of the times, sometimes people reply, sometimes people don't, but you just have to keep shooting it. Um, but it kind of works both ways. That is why I'm so happy that you replied because literally I've sent it, uh, DMs to, uh, Lily Rayko from 8020 and to Trinity Tondelier because th these are like the two most uh listen well the people that I listen to the most to the mm -hmm. to their podcast and then you somehow found my Instagram and mm -hmm. liked my picture and I was like I know you how did you find me I I want to talk to you <laughs> so it was kind of I was like just laying in bed one day and I was like I know you <laughs> how did you find me <laughs> okay um so your business has changed and grown a lot in mm -hmm. the year that it's been around uh do you have any goals for the next year or where you want to be a year from now yeah my biggest goal that I have with this brand and you can ask anyone is I want Haley and Justin Bieber to wear it that's literally my goal everything I do I'm like how would Haley Bieber wear this so if anyone has any contacts on how I can reach Haley Bieber please let me know But that's definitely my biggest goal. I also just want the brand to grow. I want us to reach more people. I want us to donate more. I want us to advocate more. I want to come out with, we're coming out with new stuff very soon, which I'm really excited about. So yeah, I just kind of want to see like what can happen. A lot can happen in a year. So 
we'll just see where it goes. Can I ask why everyone is so obsessed with Hailey Bieber? Oh, it, I it, think it, she's it so kind cool. of it kind of just didn't reach me. Oh, I live, really? I live in Central Europe, and like, yeah, I listen to Justin Bieber's songs sometimes if it comes mm-hmm. like on the radio or on my Spotify playlist and stuff. But I never. Everyone on their podcasts, like wellness and like health related, they always mm-hmm. talk about Hailey Bieber, and I'm like, and I'm always like, yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, she has good clothes. She has a good style. But that's like, that's all that is there for me so I don't Mm -hmm. understand like what is the big hype around her I think that she just has such a good style like she everything that she wears I'm obsessed with and I love the way that she wears all her pieces so I just think that she would be like the best person to wear our brand because it really just aligns so well with what she wears on a day-to-day basis and I just think she's so cool I just think everything she does is so cool. (laughs) So you also have your own podcast, Welcome Mm -hmm. to the Collective. And uh, you started that after the Healthridge Collective. Yeah. Okay. So why did you start the podcast? Yeah. So the podcast actually started because I was donating to a woman's shelter in my hometown for one of our collections. And I wanted to do an interview with them so that people knew kind of where the money was going. And because the interview was so long, I was like, how am I going to like, where am I going to post this? I'm like, no one's going to watch a YouTube video on it. No one's going to do any of this stuff. And that's kind of where the idea for the podcast came. And so if you go back to my first episode, it is that interview, which was like a long time ago. And like, I had no idea what I was doing, but that was the first episode. And then after that, I kind of was like, well, maybe like people would want to listen to what I have to say. Like I'm in my twenties, I've been through quite a bit of stuff. I have my own mental health stuff that I can talk about. I have this business, I have school. And from there, I just kind of started putting out episodes that I thought maybe people would be interested in. I put out episodes about stuff I was interested in and stuff I wanted to talk about. It kind of became my own little therapy session in a way. Like I would just talk and kind of work through things on my own. And yeah, and that's kind of how we got to where we are now. Since you have your own podcast, where are some other podcasters that you listen to or like social media influencers and stuff? Yeah, my favorite podcast to listen to is Girls Gotta Eat. I love that podcast. I think it's so funny. It's so good. It's definitely for like an older audience. Well, not really like I like 18 and older, maybe. I don't know. But I really love it. I think it's so good. They're so funny. Um, Other than that, I honestly don't listen to that many podcasts lately. I've just been so kind of like all over the place and like so wrapped up with trying to do school and all this stuff that like I just haven't had time to listen to any of the podcasts that I normally listen to. So right now that one's definitely my favorite. That's the one that every week I make sure I listen to it. Um, But yeah, that one's my favorite. Okay, you also are a math student, Mm -hmm. right? You're studying math school. You're not at math. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not in med school yet. I'm doing my PhD in bioethics. Okay, 
So how is that? How much of the time of your day does it take? And I know it's something you're really interested in. So mm -hmm. it is fun for you, but how is it? It's definitely very hard. Anything in aca like in academia is definitely challenging. I've definitely had moments where I feel like I'm like not smart enough to do this or like I'm never going to succeed to anything. And being in like academics, it definitely has a toll on you. There's a lot of pressure on you all the time, but I love what I'm doing. I think it's so impactful. I love bioethics. I love talking about issues that I think are super important and I really love it. Um, on a day-to-day, -day, a lot of my time is spent for school. Being in PhD, you have to write a dissertation, you have to write your thesis, defend it. There's a lot of like really intense schoolwork that has to be done. So most of my time is focused around school. Um, right now we're in summer, but I still have classes that I'm doing. So after this, I'm literally going to go and sit and like write a whole paper. But yeah, a lot of my day is spent, <laughs> spent because of school. Then what uh, is your favorite part of the day? Because you have the parts where you do the Health Rich Collective, you mm -hmm. have the schoolwork. I think my favorite part of the day, I'm a very big morning person. I love my mornings. Like people think I'm nuts because I'll wake up at like 4.30 in the morning sometimes. I could not. No, I love my mornings and I love waking up and like going to the gym right away. And I love making my coffee and like sitting and eating my oatmeal and drinking my water. Like that is my calm amazing time of the day. <laughs> I love it. I tell people all the time, like by 2 PM, my day's done. I don't want to do homework anymore. I don't want to do anything. My mornings are my most productive. So I, yeah, I love my mornings. I love going and doing my workouts. I went to my Pilates workout this morning and it just helps my anxiety so much. Like I went in and I was so anxious about everything I had to get done today. And I came out and I was like, okay, we got this. Like, I'm fine. Like I can do literally anything. I can accomplish anything. I just felt so much better. Um, but yeah, my mornings are like my sacred time. I am the exact opposite. I wake up around six to 7 a.m., which is still mm -hmm. pretty early for me. But I take like until 2 p.m., to mm -hmm. do all of my self-care and my daily mm -hmm. habits and everything that all my work stuff comes after that time yeah I wish I was like that because with my job I work at the hospital and a lot of the time I'm on night shift and it is the hardest thing ever for me because I'm so used to going to bed at 8 p.m and staying up all night is horrible. So I wish I was one of those people that I love the night and I could stay up and I would be so productive and feel great. <laughs> do you have like a standard morning routine that you do since morning is your favorite part of the day? Yeah, pretty much every day or at least most days I will wake up and I go to the gym first thing. I literally between the time I'm like up out of my bed and at the gym is 
maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Like I try to get there so quick because I'm just naturally a very anxious person. And I wake up in the morning, like really anxious a lot of the time. And so forcing myself to go and move my body really helps. And then after the gym, I come home, I have a shower, I make my coffee, I make my breakfast. I'll normally like sit exactly where I am right now and I'll like watch a TV show while I eat my breakfast. I have this weird thing where I justify like taking a break and watching TV like while I'm eating. So I always have to watch a show or something while I'm having my breakfast. And then typically I just kind of start into either schoolwork or Helfrich Collective or this morning I had a meeting and I recorded a podcast episode and just kind of start getting into my day and doing all the stuff I need to do and get done. Okay. And the TV show that you watch when you're eating? Oh, so right now I'm on a whole kick with Below Deck It's like a show where it's a reality TV show, but it's these people work on a super yacht and they have guests come on all the time. And it's like basically about the crew and how they do everything. And when I first saw it, I was like, this show seems really dumb. Like, I don't know who's watching this show. It seems lame. I don't love it, but it's actually so good. I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I love it. It's so good. I watch all the episodes. I'm binging it like crazy right now. So that's my go-to. I also know that a lot of these health and wellness influencers are really big on skincare. So Mm -hmm. how do you have it with skincare? Yeah, I want to be more into skincare than I am. I want to be I want to have the most flawless skin and I don't at the moment. I'm like breaking out like crazy, but one of my best friends is really into skincare and she gave me kind of tips and tricks on what I should do. So my favorite thing ever to do now is slugging, which when you take like you do your whole skincare routine, you put everything on and then you put Vaseline on your face before you go to bed. And it sounds gross. My boyfriend hates it. He thinks it's so weird. He's like, you're literally getting everything dirty, but it just locks in all the moisture. And I don't know what it is, but I wake up in the morning and I feel like a whole new person. I think my skin's so nice. I think I look so good. So that's my new favorite thing that I do. Um, I also really love retinol. And I have like, I put retinol on my face every night. It's so good. Um, But yeah, I really want to get way more into it. I want to do like treatments where I steam my face and put like a face mask on and like do all this stuff like twice a week. And I just, I'm not that person yet. I'm trying, I'm trying really hard. I know exactly what you mean. I I also want to be like better at skincare because like uh, I have like this skin condition. So mm-hmm. all I use right now is just a cream for that skin condition. And that is yeah. literally my whole skin, like my whole routine. Yeah. So I'd love to get a bit more into it, but it's just every, every night I feel like I'm way too tired to actually do it. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm trying to do more hairstyles and maybe once yeah. I get that like I'm kind of like all my hairstyles were literally a ponytail a bun and like letting my hair down yeah, so I'm just trying me. a few different things so mm-hmm. I have so I don't just go to school looking exactly the same way every day yeah so I'd love to get into skincare more mm-hmm. but 
One of my things with skincare is same thing. By the time I'm actually going to bed, I'm too tired to do it. So last night I knew that was going to happen. So before I even like made my dinner while my dinner was cooking, I went, I did my skincare and I like came, ate my dinner. And I knew that like, I wouldn't have to do my skincare for the rest of the night just because I knew I was going to be so tired. So is there anything you'd like uh, to leave the listeners with? an affirmation, a recommendation, anything? Yeah. I mean, one of my recommendations that I do, which is also kind of like an affirmation, but I will take sticky notes and like put them on my mirror of like positive things about myself and positive things that I want to accomplish. Or I'll put like my vision board on my mirror in my bathroom and I'll do this all the time so that whenever I go into my bathroom, which is all the time, every day, I can see these and constantly be reminded of them. But that's definitely like a trick or tip that I give people all the time. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that's all that I wanted to talk about. So thank you so much for coming to my podcast. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. As I said, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Brian. She is so freaking lovely she's so nice and if you want to check her socials her um her podcast the Hellfridge collective everything is going to be linked down in the show notes i really think um the Hellfridge collective is doing such an amazing job and their clothes i can't say they're good because i don't have any But, you know, I'm going to be buying at least one after this episode. So, I'll see you guys all on Monday on our usual episode schedule. Bye!